Hey, hey, it's Tommy Laren, and I want to wish a huge congratulations to the Night Owl Country Band on winning the Josie Music Award for Album of the Year. Good luck on your 2020 Made in America tour. Keep up the great work and keep making music great again. God bless you all and take care. Made in America. The red, white, and blue. I stand for her honor. The flag and our troops I'm proud of my country What she's done for me We're made in America Land of the free Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Who's <laughs> This is episode 19 Hey 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 Today we got Brent and Steve with us today. Hello, everybody. There'll be booing, right? Booing and clapping. clapping. Wait, listen. Uh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yes. Just obviously to... the cheering is for me, of course. <laughs> the drummer is cute. <laughs> that was a hesitant boo there at that time. <laughs> uh, how you been doing, Steve? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Um, good. It was you... good to, to get together and play some music a little bit this week with you guys. So. Yep. Yeah, the CRH Employee Relief mm-hmm. Fund, and we did the um, the thing for the library for their the ta- live taping. Yeah, it was yeah, a, it's a good deal, good causes. If you still haven't uh, been able to uh, donate to the CRH fund, definitely all the help you guys can give out would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, May thirtieth, the Bartholomew County Library will be debuting our show that we recorded. Uh, right there in the Indiana room. Oh yes, at the Bartholomew County Library. That was pretty cool singing "Indiana Summer." That was that was cool. At first, I thought the acoustics were really going to stink in there, but I mean, I think once we got going, it was uh, wasn't too bad. I mean, yeah. we got to make a lot of noise in the library. So how how rebel was that? Yes. Yeah. So uh, you was telling us you watched uh, somebody else do a Facebook Live thing. You want to tell a little bit about that? It was the Jacob Bryant. Uh, uh, it was actually at Front Row Live. I don't know if anybody out there got a chance to watch it, but. Uh, Full production. It made me very jealous because I really want to bust out my kit and and uh, get, play some music with you. Bust guys. out what? My kit. Okay. My kit, which I haven't played <laughs> since February eighth. Luckily, I have my Rhythm Traveler to uh, to practice on, okay. and then okay. uh, been beating on the drums at my mom and dad's church. So that's pretty awesome. All right. So you're staying in practice. Sure. Good. So our first show back, you ought to just be awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. As I sip this beer right here. (laughs) We will say, stay tuned. Um, We have a a, a celebrity guest that we did an interview with this week. So that's uh, something for you to look forward to coming here in just a little bit. Well, you're talking to me now, though. Doesn't that count? There's the booze again. (laughs) (laughs) And now let's start our top ten countdown. This is a debut coming in at number 10. See your shadow with I will tell Jesus you said hello. He missed a ball playing catch with his dad. Forgot to look both ways. A car was coming way too fast. Doctors told his parents they had to make a choice. They heard his voice Don't cry for me It's gonna be okay 
And that was number 10, See Your Shadow, with I Will Tell Jesus You Said Hello. Steve, that debuted. What do you think, sir? If this song does not bring a tear to your eye, then you are a absolute hard ass. Because <laughs> yeah. the first time I heard this song, I had chills and goosebumps and, and wiped a few tears out of my eyes. Because yeah. that is a heartbreaking song. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I uh, I put some notes down and said that what an inspirational, faith-built song. I love that uh, this is kind of a new genre that has hit our uh, top ten list, a uh, little inspirational Christian country. I love it. Yeah. Um, written well, and like you guys said, I mean, it was a very sad song. Um, maybe it might move up, maybe hit number one where you can hear the whole thing, but if not, you can find this song on iTunes or wherever you right. stream your songs. Um, and as we go through the top 10, you can do that with any of the artists that's on there. I love the piano too. Mm. You don't hear piano in very many songs and I like the piano. Well, it, it added to the, to the prettiness of the song. I mean, it's just a really pretty, pretty song. Sad, very sad, but I mean, the, the, the way it's laid out is really nice. Yeah. Brett, I didn't know what to expect with that name. I've never heard a see your shadow before. That was kind of oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, kind of a different name. Uh, you know, but I, we love the song, and uh, we, we thank you for sending that in. And now coming in at number nine, Mike Casto featuring Georgette Jones with Golden Ring. In a pawn shop in Chicago on a sunny summer day, a couple gazes at Wedding rings there on display She smiles and nods her head As he says, honey, that's for you It's not much, but it's the best that I can do Golden ring With one tiny little stone Waiting there For someone to take it home By itself It's just a cold And slipping a couple spots, coming in at number nine, Mike Casto featuring Georgette Jones with Golden Ring. I still like the song, kind of like Tim says, a good old classic country song. Steve, anything to add? Uh, no, just like I said last time, it takes you back to you know that era where you had a male and a female talking, kind of singing to each other, right? And you know, look at each other's eyes. And so <laughs> that's where that's what the feel I get from it still, and and. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they'll send us some, some more music. Oh, I hope so. And now coming in at number eight to the Flat River Band with Beauty Amongst the Trees. Birds are heard in the distance over the hills beyond the ridge. As the rivers run through the valleys, the wildlife are drawn to them. The wilderness is waiting. Wrong the world to see, but why are we so blinded to the beauty amongst the trees? Blinded to the beauty that lies amongst the trees. 
And that was number eight, Flat River Band with Beauty Amongst the Trees. A great song. It's been on our top ten for quite a while. And now, Mr. Matt Lee. Yeah, the boys from Missouri, right? Flat yep. River Band. Those guys are phenomenal. Uh, Steve, you liked the last song that they had too, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I like this one better. Okay. And hopefully they they bring us some more. We, I mean, that's, that's their second one on the countdown. More is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming soon, you guys. I've got a uh, top ten to go down with you. Go down with you. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, the top ten most popular actors of all time. interesting yeah so so yeah you might think of who your favorite actor is no controversy no controversy this week (laughs) most popular actor of all time and we're not talking about money with him this time either (laughs) something we wanted to talk about was uh, a new thing we're trying on the who's who facebook page um last week we dropped a post asking for your comments on your top four TV sitcoms, the who's who of TV sitcoms. We got a lot of responses. We thank you for that. Uh, And by the time you've listened to this, uh, we will have already dropped uh, what we're doing next. Uh, We're going to kind of make all those comments, answers that you wrote in. We're going to now turn that into a tournament-style Poll voting. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be like sixty fourteen tournament. It's type. gonna be sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> but but at least it's a tournament we can <laughs> be a, a part of, and it won't get canceled. No, it won't get canceled. <laughs> right. This is gonna happen. So uh, as you're listening to this, go ahead and head to our Who's Who Facebook page and start voting on some of those, and uh, we're just gonna have a lot of fun with that. Sanford and Son is on that, right? It's gotta be. I think a few people said it, but I don't think it made the top oh, 16. Gosh, a great show. All right, and moving on. Coming in at number seven, Miss Dusty Lee with 99 Halo.
And that was number seven, Dusty Lee with 99 Halos. Steve, uh, as we were talking uh, before this all started, uh, this is uh, one of the three kind of sad songs mm-hmm. that have hit our top ten list. Uh, they're great songs, great written songs. What do you think about 99 Halos? I mean, it. it based on what you're saying, all three of our sad songs or mm-hmm. whatever, they paint a good picture, though. And, yep. and, and, you know, again, our fulfillments are you got to tell a story. And, and this one tells a good story. Uh, obviously, there's this, this is dealing with some pain of some sort. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, if music is what gets you out of it, then you got to do that. And yep. this is a good, very well-written song. Uh, the arrangement's good. I, I like the song a lot. I think Matt mentioned uh, it'd be nice to have her on as a, as a guest uh, mm-hmm. to interview and ask some questions about that song. It's a great song. And now moving on to number six, Mr. Richard Lynch with Back in 1953. I get to play this old guitar My daddy gave to me It was made in a time before I was born In 1953 I'd like to have been around back then And see what I could see Maybe understand Just how the man gave his love of music to me Think I'll carry it on Playing my songs The way my daddy did When I was a kid in our country home A thousand memories Flowing through me I hope I'm good enough Like my daddy was Back in 1953 And that was number six Richard Lynch back in 1953 We've gotten quite a few comments Just from our listeners of how they enjoy that song. That is a great song. I love it. What about you, Steve? A very powerful song. Uh, there's not much more I can say about it. I, I got Once again, I got to introduce it as number one, and that, that, was, that made me feel good because yeah. this song is, is the epitome of country music, in my opinion. I, I, this is what I grew up on. I think uh, Tim said he'd love to see George Strait maybe pick up this song, and I could definitely see George Strait playing this song. You would never hear it because you don't listen to him, but <laughs> for those who actually listen to the King of Country, hmm. uh, it's just a very well-written song, and if you're a son out there, like I said, again, repeating myself, but if you're a son, you always want to do good by your father, and whether it's a guitar, playing football, basketball, you know, any anything. You want to be good by do good by your father, and and that's that's the presence of the song, in my opinion. And now, gentlemen, it's time to step out of the nest. I have been watching the 1998 Chicago Bulls documentary. It's called The Last Dance. Have you been watching it, Steve? I did not get to watch the beginning of it. I'm very sad, although I did get to live it. So okay, I remember most of it, and I did get to watch them. In my opinion, the last two good ones, right? Yeah, as I was watching that, I was reminded of how good the 1998 Eastern Conference Final Game 4 was at Market Square Arena. So my question to you and Matt is, 
What is your most memorable sporting event you have watched live, either in person or on TV? And we'll start with you, Matt. Okay. Um, my probably most memorable football game that I have ever watched, I, and you guys know I'm a Bengals fan. We live in Indiana, but I'm, but I'm not a Colts fan. Um, and this has nothing to do with either one of those teams. Oh. Yeah. But one of the most amazing games I have ever watched was the Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. The game where the Patriots were down 28-3, to and Tom Brady brought that team back and beat Atlanta Falcons. Toss to White. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! his fifth what a comeback the goat i know a lot of colts fans hate this guy i know other people in this nation hate him but honestly he is the best quarterback around there's really not a lot of argument there peyton manning was probably the closest one right joe montana was is true true but that would be modern modern day modern day if we stay modern day definitely peyton and 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 Brady or wanted to, I would say. And that happened February 5th, 2017. Go ahead. Well, first of all, he what school did he go to? Just wanted to – maybe you guys know where Brady came from? Uh, go Blue. Close enough. We'll take that. <laughs> <clears throat> so, that will kind of go good with me because I, I never got to see Brady play at the University of Michigan. <laughs> My first trip to the big house, which I don't care if you're a Michigan fan or not. I Obviously, I am, but I'm a football fanatic, college football fanatic. And um, there are stadiums that I would love to be – I'd love to go to. I'd, I would love to catch a game at Notre Dame. I'd love to catch a game down in Athens, Georgia, um, at the Swamp in, in Florida. But the first time you go to the big house, you walk up, and it, it does – it doesn't look that big, in all honesty. It's only maybe three, four stories tall. Okay. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when you walk in street level, and then you look straight down, and it's like just a gigantic bowl, and you're looking around, there's you know, 110,000-plus screaming fans. As a college football lover, dude, it does not get any better than that. And mm. uh, my first game at Michigan um, at, the, at the big house is probably my most uh, – favorite time and i've seen some some really good games sure but that that one will forever be etched in my mind it was uh you only get that one one time yeah and i got to i got to watch that with me and my wife and then me and the boys and then my daughter got to go the last time and to watch them get that you know that's just awesome those are memories that you keep forever excellent and that was in bloomington michigan no 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 I have watched Michigan play in Bloomington, and and it was sad because we outnumbered them about four to one. Isn't Uh, that bad? (laughs) Go ahead, Brett. Tell us yours. Mine would be May 7th, 1995. The year I graduated. I was not at the game, but I did watch it on TV. Uh, Reggie Miller. Ah. Against the New York Knicks. Mm. Was that the choke? The choke. He scored... 
Eight points in nine seconds. Miller for three, and he got it. Reggie Miller with a clutch tray, and it's 105-102. And a steal. Miller retreats to the three-point line and hits again. <laughs> Reggie Miller taunting Spike Lee and 19,000 at Madison Square Garden. That was just that was amazing. amazing. Yeah, that was so amazing. that is something I, I, I don't can know remember. what was more amazing: the fact that he did the choke sign. Yeah. On Spike Lee or the eight points, because I mean that was that takes some cojones. Oh yeah, yeah. you know he, you look around and, and Spike Lee at the time was was the man. I mean he was you know one of the upper <laughs> echelon yeah. stars and to turn around and talk smack at New York. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Ah man, just just the cojones. Just yeah, that was like great. Said. My goodness gracious. Good choice right there, Brad. Yeah. Or as Tim Dooley says, ballsy. Ballsy. I don't think so, Tim. Ballsy. ballsy. Yeah. Um, I guess I could have said that. I like cojones though. <laughs> And now coming in at number five, Lucas Chiliberti with Springfields. Running through the woods, a wounded rebel. Dodging a Yankee shell. Here on this frozen battlefield, the ghosts, they know me well. Stonewall told me, son, you gotta fight to win. If we don't give them all we've got, this war will never end. And that was number five, Lucas Chiliberti with Springfields. We uh, thank you for sending that music in. That one's been on our top ten for a while, too. But it's hovering right there in the middle. So a uh, great song. Well, thank you so much. it's a good time to go ahead and get it to us. And then oh, yeah. by the time it drops out, we're I mean, he's right back in because he's two for two. Yeah, two for two. Two good songs. We want to say uh, thanks to Unique Beats again for bringing on Who's Who. Uh, we appreciate them uh, coming and being a part of the... Well, that uh, was awesome. Clumps. He was a great guy. Yeah, CRH Employee Relief Fund. That's the first time we met him in person. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to shake hands with him, did we? Off camera, we did. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he did a uh, he did a fine job recording that show. Very professional. And he was excited that uh, he's got over 2,000 views now on the uh, on that video. So, so if, not, if, you, if you're listening and you haven't watched it, Let's go 3,000. Let's go 4,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Share it. Like it. Yeah. Do a watch party with it. Do a watch party. That, that would be good. Um, and then we also, Brett, want to say thanks to our Patreons, a uh, couple that we've had for a good while, John Barr. Oh, John Barr. Tim always says. My bearded brother. We, we own rights to John Barr now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have the copyright on John Barr's yeah. name. We Just, might make shirts. This isn't Bush, but this is for <laughs> yeah. you right here, John. I don't know if you can hear it or not. <laughs> yeah, we might make shirts. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, John Barr. Thank you, Nadina and Jerry Purdue. Uh, yes. Those are some great people right there. It's almost like family to me. Yeah, great people. And, Brett, we've had some that's been Patreons for a while. We're going to go ahead and shout their names out tonight. Do you want to go ahead and do that? Yes, Matt. We've got a couple of new uh, Patreons that we'd like to start mentioning. 
Uh, one being Marilyn Hammond. We thank you so much for being a part of this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, this name sounds uh, a little bit familiar, uh, but another Patreon is Mark C. Dooley. Mm, Mark. Yeah. Mark C. Dooley. Yeah. Mark C. Dooley. He's the, the guy. Yeah, he did our uh, cartoon art. Yeah, yes, he did. Uh, we he have did. A, a t-shirt oh, on yeah. www.nightowlcb.com that you can get there that has the cartoon on it that Mark drew up. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, we love it. We now have a mascot because of that. Yeah, Hootsie. Is that what he called it? Hootsie. Yeah. Hootsie, Hootsie. Uh, real quick, we want to we tell you, keep listening, because we have a celebrity interview coming up. Uh, next week, Brett, I just got the the thumbs up. All right. We will have Mr. No Jones on the jukebox himself. Wyatt Massengill will be with us All next right. week. No Jones on the jukebox. There it yeah. is. He's a Hoosier, so we're looking forward oh, to talking to him. I like what him. you did there. I yeah. like what you did there. We can, can we coin that? Hoosier. Oh, maybe. I know. I know. Well, that's Dad Nakash. Hey, did. I know as Boilermaker of Michigan fans, we can say, Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and now moving on to the beautiful Esther Von Comer coming in at number four with Little Boy. Little boy with a rock in your hand Playing in the sun with a sand No worries on your mind You're laughing at the sky Little boy with your sensitive mind You were born as an innocent child You faced the world alone This struggle on your own And now you're free as the wind Your burden's gone Your addiction And that was number four, Esther Von Comer with Little Boy. She is uh, making a lot of comments and liking all the posts. I think she's really enjoying that her song is in our top ten, and we appreciate her and uh, we appreciate that song. Thank you for sending that in. Still looking forward to meeting up with her again. Hopefully it all goes down and we can see her again uh, at the ESSO Awards. Um, her and her friend, very good people. Yes. Uh, I mean, they had almost attacked us when we came off stage and, <laughs> and, and bought some shirts and oh, whatnot yeah. and, and took some cool photos. Oh, and, yeah. And, again, that was the first uh, people I ever met from the Netherlands. So um, maybe we can do some, you know, maybe yeah. Matt, Matt can arrange some us to, you know, I, I'll go over there. Yeah, there's two Indiana summer shirts over in the Netherlands right oh, now. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, guys. Okay, so here we go to the top ten most popular actors and actresses of all time. 
and to tell you how they got this countdown, this is on bestlifeonline.com. Okay. Um, it turns out definitive answers on the subject actually do exist, Steve, courtesy of data whizzes at YouGov. <laughs> ah, it's YouGov. Right. Yeah. yeah. This has got to be the truth, then. So they, they've gone off of uh, awards that they've won, and they've gone off of uh, movies that they've made, how many movies, and they went off of uh, how popular the movies were when okay. they come out. So this oh, could... Wow, some some good big stars here, then. Yeah. So, uh, in, who's your favorite actor of all time? I'm a big fan of comedies, so I've always been a big fan of Chevy Chase. Wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season if the stores were any less hooter than they are. Harder than they are. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks would be your favorite. Okay. Um... I'll tell you real quick. One mine's the Rock. What the Rock is cooking. The Rock come in at number twelve. He didn't oh, make the top oh, ten. Oh man! I thought he would be up in the top ten, especially as popular as he is right now. Uh, Michael J. Fox, number eleven. Can I take a do-over? Oh, sure, go ahead. Whoa, whoa, hold up! <laughs> no do-overs. Page four of the rule book says, and I quote: Alex, we're gonna let Jennifer take a do-over. I won't stand for this. <laughs> this is a travesty. This is a sin against capitalism. And that's a quick hit for okay. you. All right. Number 10. Are you ready? <laughs> Jackie Chan. Who got killed, man? Connor. Who died, Lee? You. Detective, you? Not you, you. Who? You. Who? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. Number 10. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Did you like Jackie Chan movies? Yeah, but I would say he's probably got a lot in, in Japan or wherever he's from that, that did really, obviously, better. So I've never seen a Jackie Chan movie. Never? Yeah, he had the movie with Chris Tucker, uh, Rush Hour, and he, Rush Hour 2. Yes. So Yeah. And you never watched that? I've never. No. It was, it was, I mean, it was a comedy, but it had some, I mean... He does his own stunts, Jackie Chan does. Okay. So, I mean, and honestly, some of the stunts he's done, I'm surprised he's still still around. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did any of the stunts he did in the Karate Kid remake. Number nine, Sean Connery. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Indiana Jones. Sean Connery played the best dad for, I mean, they couldn't have yeah. picked a better person to right. be his dad. Right, Number eight, the beautiful Sandra Bullock. What is the one most important thing our society needs? That would be harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. And world peace. Oh. Oh, yeah, a lot of great movies. Nice. The Blind Side, that was a great yes. movie. That's based on a true story. True story. Mm-hmm. The Proposal, did you see that one? Think so. There was she the, looked good in that movie. I think one of her more recent ones was the one with uh, uh, McCarthy. I'm Special Agent Sarah Ashburn. Are you about to be interrogated by an officer? I am an officer, and that's my perp. Could you just close the door on the way out? I'll shut the door on you. Will you lay down here, put your head in the door, and I'll slam it about 157,000 times. Oh, Agent. yeah. Yeah, I did see that, that one. Was, they, those two worked out really good. Yeah, they were they, funny. They, they, I like their, their one's sarcastic funny, and one's just funny. So. Yeah. So they, uh, she was, uh, she was good in that one too. Yeah, Mr. Indiana Jones himself, number seven, Harrison Ford. You're a great help to us. You're a natural leader. No, that's not it. Come on. Ah, uh, come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Fredo's gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. I just assumed he's a woman. I can arrange that. You know, he'd be my top five, definitely. Han Solo, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not big of on the Star Wars thing, but I mean, he had uh, The Fugitive, which was one of my favorite movies that he did. Oh, yes. Good one. I watched that. With another great actor, Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. who may or may not be in the Tommy Maybe. Academy. Number six, this is one of our Patreons, one of her favorite actors. John Barr? Oh, he's no. <laughs> <laughs> one of Nadina Purdue's favorites is Lucille Ball, number oh, okay. six. Okay. Oh, wow. Every month, every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. Now, what is the reason? You don't give me enough money? I don't give you enough money. Well, we both agree that must be the reason. And number five, I think he's been in a ton of movies. Morgan Freeman, number five. You believe whatever you want, Floyd. But I'm telling you, these walls are funny. First you hate them, and you get used to them. Enough time passes. Get so you depend on That's institutionalized. They send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. Part that counts anyway. Dude, I can listen to him talk all night long. Oh, yeah, man. Just his presence is just. I thought he did a great job as playing God. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to make a movie like that and have somebody play God, Morgan Freeman fit that part. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Was he in Kiss the Girls too? Yeah. He did a few movies oh, yeah. like that that were really good. You know, in Seven, Seven, he played the detective in that one. He was that was a great movie as well. Number four, Brett, the Tom Hanks. Hey, all right. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That was number four. Number four. Wow, I thought he'd been higher than that. He's yeah. been in a ton of movies. I mean, yeah, the Green Mile. Um, yeah, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. That was a uh, saving, great movie. Saving Private Ryan. We talked about that one last week. Saving Private Ryan was a good one. Brett, he's one of your favorite actors. What's the favorite things that he's done? Yeah, I watched him uh, when he was on Bosom Buddies, and another funny movie that he did early on uh, uh, was the Money Pit. Uh, mm-hmm. Just when that uh, of course, big. I mean, big, oh yeah, big probably big. put him on the oh, map. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really put him on a map. Yep. Number three, this guy, one of his most recent movies was Equalizer and Equalizer 2. Denzel Washington, number three. Okay, all right. 50,000 men died right here on this field, fighting the same fight that we're still fighting amongst ourselves today. Training day. Training Day, Glory. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Glory. See, that's a that's a movie my, my wife will not watch because they always think it would be a, just a dumb show. Dude, right now with Memorial Day coming up, if you don't watch that story, there's something wrong with it. That is a, that is a classic movie, I, I, I believe. That's one of my favorite okay. movies. I liked him in The Taking of Pelham 123. That was a remake, actually. Yeah. Um, the original had Jerry Stiller in it. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah. Wow. That's right. He just recently passed away, yep. didn't he? It's a shame. That's how I liked him. Yep. Uh, taking a Pelham 123, the bad guy was John Travolta. <laughs> well, that's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. John Travolta. Man, he's a great bad guy. Yep. Broken Arrow is oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, face Off. Yeah. Face Off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I'm surprised that he wasn't in our top ten. But then, but then he, you, know, you go back to when he first started, Urban Cowboy, American classic movie. Well, yeah. Grease. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, he played the the boy in the bubble too, right? He just sure did. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
what's that meme that they said about John Travolta about COVID-19? They thought he had it, but instead... Oh, yeah, because he had chills and they were multiplying. Ended up he had Saturday night fever. (laughs) (laughs) Saturday night fever is what he had. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Number two, uh, this lady is uh, still acting, and she's close to 100 years old if she's not... that's a good clue. Mm. Yeah. I, go ahead. Uh, Miss Betty White? Betty White. By the time I got to high school, the kids had made up this really mean nickname for me just because I had hairy legs. What'd they call you? Rose with the hairy legs. She's definitely one of the most popular for sure. Oh, yeah. The uh, alligator movie she was in. Um, Lake Placid. Lake Placid, dude. Great. Some of the, I mean, I never would have thought I ever heard some of these words come out of her mouth. <laughs> And we can't say him here. No. But, I mean, that just goes to show you that she's not afraid to step out of the element. You yeah. Know, yeah. You know, out of her box and, and, and still make quality film, you know, and just a few cuss words. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> to me, that was pretty awesome. The ending of that movie is hilarious. Come to mommy. She's, she's to feeding mommy. them at the end. <laughs> it's great. Betty White at number two. God bless her. Number one. The Robin Williams. Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, wow. The yeah. Robin Williams. Cadillac Man. That was a great movie. I liked it. Did you watch Mork and Mindy? I did watch oh, yeah. Mork and Mindy. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, he got the Mork and Mindy show actually started from Happy Days. Okay. So it was on a... Nanu, Nanu. That was his thing, wasn't it? Nanu, yeah. Nanu. It was a weird episode on Happy Days, and then that spun off to the Mork and Mindy show. Look how that works. Yep. M- Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumanji. Jumanji, yes. Patch Adams was good. I never saw that one. It was a good one. Is it sad? I keep hearing it's sad. Is that a sad one? It right? is. It is. Yeah. It's it's heart-tugging. I, I like that one, too. But it just so, shows the range, though. Yeah, man. He, he <clears> could do just about anything. Him and... Johnny Depp was great. When you marooned me on that godforsaken spit of land, you forgot one very important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. And he could do just about anything, too. <clears throat> Johnny Depp is like the, the greatest actor for just characters that nobody else wants. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. he, you could take the strangest character, and Johnny Depp will not only become it, he just, you, you enter a whole world with just him. I liked him in the, the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, you know, I thought. I mean, it was, it was kind of cheesy, but he played that part perfect. I thought. I don't think you could have brought anybody else in to do that part. Mm-hmm. And the Pirates of the Caribbean. That, oh yeah, he was perfect for that. Yep. Go, go ahead, Brett. All Let's right. We always uh, enjoy those top tens. And now coming in at number three, fourth and main, drink to the songs. We drink to the songs that we grew up on. Throw our hands in the air when it feels like home. Get ready around here from dust till dawn when we drink to the songs we grew up on. My first CD was by Alabama. Ten tracks that taught me all my country grammar. I'd push play and practice on my southern draw. A credit song of the South for the way I talk. Mama used to crank up the radio to George Strait singing about the rodeo. That's when I knew I wanted to be a cowboy and sing about Cheyenne until I lost my voice. They always had soul, they never get old. So when a small town phone 
almost get together, you know. We shout them out at the top of our lungs. When we drink to the songs that we grew up on, throw our hands in the air when it feels like home. Get right around here from dust till dawn. When we drink to the songs we grew up on. And that was number three, fourth in Maine. With Drink to the Songs. They've been on our uh, top ten for quite some time, and uh, no doubt that's a great song to be on the top ten and stay on it for so long. Kind of like what I've talked about. I cannot wait for us to get back out and play Mm. and drink to the songs. Ah, we're, We're itching to get out. And now coming in at number two, Wyatt Massengill with No Jones on the Jukebox. I was down. the time when I walked up to the jukebox to play a country song there was no Jones on the jukebox there ain't no Jones on the jukebox the whole And tore it right in two There ain't no Jones on the jukebox Tonight And that was number two, Wyatt Massengill with no Jones on the jukebox can't wait for the interview with him. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a blast. I'm, I'm excited about talking to him, seeing how uh, this pandemic has changed the way that he does things, and maybe he does some Facebook Live stuff too. So excited about talking to him. And that's the main thing we're about, isn't it, Steve, is helping independent artists. not oh, only absolutely. Not only around the nation, mm-hmm. but also in our own state, right? Yeah, I mean, the irony of this guy's in our backyard, and, uh, you know, we can actually – physically drive up and see him uh, that's pretty cool uh but yeah i mean like i've said before you know this is f- way above us you know we've had people help us out through the last four or five years we've been doing this so this is a it's a great chance to give back and makes us all feel good and you know if we can help somebody out out there and what's cool too brett is we have never met him and or talked to him or anything I haven't heard his music until he sent music to us right and we're you know what 45 minutes south of him yeah yeah, so, I mean, you know, this this uh, podcast has started out small, but we have been able to get music out to people that would not have usually have heard him or all the people on our yeah. top ten. So, it's just another great little outlet. Um, and we got to meet some great people. I mean, we, you know, yeah. Adam Whitehead, you know, we've got to meet, or well, I guess not meet, but talk to, you know, um, the, the country sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're making friends, and we're helping. Everybody's helping everybody out, and it's just a great thing. Yep. Speaking of that, after the Night Owl song, our celebrity guest will be uh, 
doing an interview with him here in just a few. I'm excited to see who it is. Yeah. And now we're to the part of the podcast where we like to talk about ourselves. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. That uh, sounds so conceited. I'm just trying to be funny, that's all. Yeah, that's, Steve, but you do a good job of it. Thank you. Steve, you want to introduce this song, the bluegrass version of Lies and You. Go well, ahead. You kind of just did, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was uh, recorded down in Nashville. And um, at, at, admittedly, I'm not a bluegrass fan, but after hearing this bluegrass, I think people will will like it. It's a good twist on the song. Um, it fits both the, the slow kind of... Uh, beautiful version that we do uh-huh. and then but the bluegrass version is also very nice and it fits so uh turned out good we were happy with it um and we present it to you right now hope you enjoy it this is lies in you Nothing left but moving on 
Baby, it's hard to do. My strength lies in you. It lies in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our love will see us through. My strength lies in you. So yeah, if you've heard the original version of Lies and You that we recorded, uh, the electric version, Lies and You, Bluegrass is totally different. Actually sounds like two totally different songs. And that was recorded at Song City Studio at uh, down at Nashville, Tennessee with Dave DeMay as our producer. He did a fine job and we appreciate Dave DeMay. We're looking yeah, forward to going job, Dave. Yeah, we're looking forward to going down and recording with him again, hopefully before the summer's over with. That's what we're hoping. Hopefully be able to finish our album. And now, like Matt's been talking about, here is the great interview with Rupert. So today, Brett, we have a celebrity yes. with us on the phone. Um, he is from Survivor. He's been on Survivor. Four times. Four times, yeah. And he was a fan favorite, and uh, he's one of our favorites. His name is Rupert. <laughs> Hello, Rupert. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Good. Well, we've had a chance to work with you a couple times, haven't we? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, you know... And I want to say thank you. You guys have been great supporters of Rupert Sheets for the last few years, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're living through a pandemic right now. Um, how, how are you? Uh, I'm going to use the word surviving. How are you surviving this <laughs> pandemic? Well, you know, uh, in January, on the 10th of January, we opened our 12-bed facility that is taking uh, men coming out of the detention center in Shelby County, okay. uh, went out and, and did a, uh, a yard cleanup for a 98-year-old woman, spent a few hours, made 50 bucks, uh, we all went out to eat lunch and, you know, just kind of showed the guys how sometimes you don't really go out and make any money. You just go out and help people. Yeah. So um, our our league guitar player um, has been to your arcade. Can you tell everybody where that arcade is? Well, we have our arcade on the square in Shelbyville, uh, 48 Public Square, if you want to Google it. Okay. Uh, we're hoping to be back open in, you know, July, I guess, maybe. Mm -hmm. we, were, we were just at the arcade today. I have to say, you know, when it's just my guys and I, um, it's kind of nice to have an arcade at your beck and call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so, yeah. so Brett... Brett has watched Survivor this year, so he's got some Survivor questions for you. I bet you get tired of Survivor questions, don't you? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I was a fan way before. I played State Fair Survivor in Indiana uh, State Fair for 10 days in a little 8x10 hut. 
Okay. <laughs> and he made it to the end of that, but you know, but catch it didn't get close. Uh, I've been a Survivor fanatic forever. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna assume you watched this season then. Oh gosh, yes. Okay, um, so uh, did you uh, enjoy who the winner was? Did you did you? Well, uh, you know, Jamie Lynn. I felt bad for Natalie. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, she was the first one out on Exile Island, uh-huh. going through misery, battling. She didn't have a good enough social game no. to get everybody on her side. You're that right. was her downfall. Yep, I think she you're right. She was too, too abrupt, too abrasive, too standoffish. She. But I tell you what, from somebody that's been out there for a hundred plus days in Survivor, the game does wear you down. You've got you're so beat up, and the environment just beats you down, and the lack of food, the lack of sleep, the lack of comfort. Oh yeah, it's hard to be positive. <laughs> very much, very much. You're still a lot of people's favorites, and and one of the things that mm-hmm. that people still remember you by is the season that you and your wife were in there together, mm-hmm. and and you decided oh, God, to give yes. your give your game. That was very cool. I'll never walk out of the game again. <laughs> <laughs> I did it once. I don't want to do it ever again. Right. I don't want to go out there and sit and lose a bet for thirty six oh, days. I bet. No, 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 no. All right, so now we're gonna switch gears just a little bit. So if you were to have a jukebox, like in your uh, house or, you know, anything, yes. what would be the one song that you would have to have on that jukebox? You know, it is the funniest thing, and it's all in imprinting, I know. But the first album I ever bought was Dr. Hook in the Sloppy Seconds. Okay. Oh. It had, you know, Purple the Rolling Stones, Queen of the Silver Dollar, and the song gets lots off. <laughs> I was a little eight-year-old kid, now I remember buying that album and getting for Christmas that plastic stereo uh, from service merchandise that you could separate the speakers, and I had that in my room, and I wore that album out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think, oh, it was, it's so funny how that album just imprinted on me. I would have to have the old Dr. Hook, Get Your Rock Song. Okay. It's, if you've never heard the song, you got to hear it. It's a wonderful, very wholesome song. All right. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you've been to some concerts. So yeah. So what what is your favorite concert that you have been to uh, besides Night Owl Country Band? Right. <laughs> well, yes, besides Tennessee Resident, you know, just and I am so sad I didn't go see you guys when you were out at the Strand in Shelbyville. Oh yeah. I had to be with the guys in in the in the Metro Grain, the Reintegrator, but I was so sad. I I wanted to go see you guys because you guys are a great show. Thank you. We appreciate it. But I that. have to say, one of my favorite shows and some of the best memories, and this also was from back in the day, the Black and Blue to a Black Sabbath and Blue Oyster Cult, and a band called Shaken Street that was a 
thrill kind of tough rock and roll band opened up for them. That concert at Market Square Arena lasted until 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. That's back in the day when, you know, even the opener did two sets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody, the, the headline, if they didn't play past midnight, it wasn't a show. Hmm. That's cool. But that black and blue tour, oh my gosh, that was just crazy. All right. Yeah, well. that's back in the day. All right. Um, when when I talked to the person at Rupert's Kids today, they said, make sure you have Rupert say where to find Rupert's Kids at on Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. Can you tell us where to find Rupert's Kids? You know, I am that old school guy that goes to rupertskids.org, goes to the website. I link you a lot on Facebook, and it's just Rupert's Kids on Facebook. And, you know, I have to admit, on Instagram, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I have people for that. I don't know. got a Literally, oh my gosh, I thank you. They, uh, we have great volunteers that help me, that are half my age and can do amazing stuff on the internet. Uh, you're going to see us building some more new websites. We're going to be shooting some more videos tomorrow morning, some more stuff. Uh, trying to uh, uh, educate me to a better level of technology right now i am at the illiterate level okay okay so rupertskids.org so, you know, yes okay, okay. Kids is our website uh facebook i think it's just rupert's kids okay um you know and and what i honestly like to do on the website is go look at some of the videos look at some of the old stuff to get to that it's amazing some of the videos that are on there that uh, you know, testimonials from kids in the class. I've been doing this for going on, coming up on, it's three decades. Oh, wow. in 91 is our first mentoring program in inner city Indianapolis in 91. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, w- one last question. Um, my mom asked me, she said, does he still wear tie-dye shirts? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, it was an, an amazing thing that I thought I would never stop wearing tie-dye. Uh-oh. Until, you know, this new era. And you're going to a time where people say you're not supposed to touch each other. You're not supposed to get too close to each other. Yeah. And people and are still coming up to me saying, oh, can we get a picture? Yeah. Oh, can I, can you, can I get on Can you get... <gasps> <laughs> I was telling somebody in the store, one of my buddy's workers, and a worker hears me say this because they ask why I'm not wearing tie dye. Uh-huh. And I said, because I, can't, I don't want people coming up to me and touching me anymore. I love giving hugs. Oh, that makes I'm sense. I'm a hugger. <laughs> I'm a hugger, but yeah. uh, I, I, I feel bad about it. And you know the employee comes up to me and says, "Can I get a picture?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nuzzles right in. I'm like, uh, I guess so. You know, it's it's so I for right now 
it's only on occasion that I'm wearing tie-dye, and it's usually just around the house. I got you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, I, I never thought of something like that, but right. I, I totally get it. Um, it's different. Well, we appreciate you doing the uh, the interview with us. Um, this this year, for we supposed to do our Wounded Warrior Project show in March, and that got postponed. Yeah. Uh, this year we've got uh, Tom Wopat uh, from Dukes of Hazard. We got Mickey James mm-hmm. from WWE, and we got Bronson Arroyo, Cincinnati Reds pitcher. So we yeah. we, we may want to get you involved again in October. So we'll 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 get uh, we'll touch bases with you. Okay. Well, that'd be great. That would be wonderful. Make sure you tell Laura we said hi. Brett, you got anything to say? Nope, nope. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, honored and and uh, humbled that you called us and and wanted yeah. to talk for a little bit. So, uh, I've I have loved watching you on all the survivors, and I love that anytime anyone sees you, you have the biggest smile on your face. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the new thing about the masks right now. I've got one covered <laughs> my whole beard, goes all the way down yeah. past my chin. It's wrapped around me like I'm just a hooded, you know, eyeball. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, our, our lead guitarist has a huge beard, and we had to do a concert the other day. We did a benefit at our local hospital where we were the only yeah. ones there. We were doing it Facebook Live, and we had to wear masks, and, and it was yes. difficult to sing with those masks yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, yes. These are some different times. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll be back to normal soon. Uh, it, it's good to talk to you, Rupert, and we'll talk at you later. We love you, buddy. Hey, thanks you guys very much. And, uh, I encourage everybody to get that get out there and check us out on our Facebook. All right, yeah. yes. we'll definitely put a link on uh, when with when this uh, podcast drop. We'll put a link to all that sure. stuff too. Good deal. Good deal. We, Thank you guys so much. You have a great night. We appreciate you. Keep up the good work. Oh, you're very, very, very kind. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, Rupert. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, one of the coolest things about the interview, one I thought was one of the most interesting things about it, was we asked him right there at the very end, Britt, if he still wore tie-dye, and during the COVID-19, he is not wearing tie-dye. Really? Yep. Yeah. And reason being is because people, you know, coming up and – hugging him and seeing him and wanting to take their picture with him still. So uh, not doing their social distancing. Nope. I'll but, tell you what, though, after meeting this guy a couple times at our shows, yeah, the guy is as real as we are right now. Oh, yeah. And he, if you've never met him, I mean, if you see him on the street, this guy will give you the shirt off his back, no pun intended there, with tie-dye. But he would do it. I mean, his right. his cause is great. And uh, he's he'll go down as one of the, as one of the favorite survivor characters ever yeah of all time yeah and now moving on to our recap number 10 see your shadow i will tell jesus you said hello by the way i will tell jesus you said hello number nine mike casto featuring georgette jones with golden ring golden ring one tiny little stop waiting there for someone to take it. Number eight, Flat River Band. 
Beauty Amongst the Trees. Beauty Amongst the Trees. Coming in at number seven, Dusty Lee with 99 Halos. 99 Halos. Couldn't take you away. And number six, Richard Lynch. Back in 1953. I hope I'm good enough like my daddy was back in 1953. Number five, Lucas Celiberti, Springfield. Oh, that's when I'll go home to the Springfields. Number four, Esther Von Comer with Little Boy. Little boy with a rock in your hand. Number three, fourth and main with Drink to the Song. We drank to the songs that we grew up on. Throw our hands in the air when it feels like home. And number two, Wyatt Massengill with No Jones on the Jukebox. There ain't no Jones on the Jukebox. Well, I guess that leaves me with number one. And once again, it's Adam Whitehead with Outlaw. Once again, that was number one, Adam Whitehead with Outlawed. And from the last uh, podcast, 
letting him being able to announce the number one song, um, he was quite surprised. That was the reason that uh, Matt, Tim, and I wanted to kind of surprise him so we could get that reaction of him finding out that his song Outlawed was number one on our podcast. Um, Steve, you have anything to add about that song? Uh, I mean, not much that I've, I haven't already said. Um, he does have another one coming out that we've already previewed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, I think it's pre-ordered right now at uh, iTunes, okay. which is what I use. I mean, you, I'm sure you probably get the same thing on Spotify or Google Play or whatever else you use. Um, I'd say that probably will will make our top ten. Oh, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Although right now he's riding high at number one. and Enjoy it, my friend. Enjoy it. Send, keep sending it in. Yeah, I loved that interview last week, Brett, when they said, honey said, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. I hope you're enjoying being number one, Adam Whitehead. Uh, we appreciate your song. Great song, Outlawed. Um, and I hope everybody enjoyed listening to our show. I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to Night Owl Country Band, uh, the songs that we've rated and the songs that we've picked for the top ten. Uh, but the only way that we can do that, Brett, is if people submit their music, right? Right. And if you would like to submit your music, uh, if you know of a musician or a band or a singer-songwriter that uh, they might want to send in their music, please send that in. Uh, you can send that in to our email address at nightowlcb, the number one, at yahoo.com. So, guys, that's the end of our uh, top ten podcast and countdown. Got any last words for us, Steve? Honestly, I kind of missed him. I didn't get to make fun of him today. And it's just, I, I can't do it without him here. Right. So I guess I'll just make fun of Matt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys, everybody be safe out there. Again, we are Americans and we will bounce back. So, you know, listen to music, watch some TV, enjoy your time off if you're not working. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when it's when it's go time, let's make America good again. That's right. Yeah. And we can still make fun of Tim. And we're not doing it behind his back because he he's going to hear it along with everybody else at the same time, right? right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's the best way of doing it, right? <laughs> uh, I do want to say uh, we have one one show in June, Woo! June thirteenth at the Edinburgh Pixie Theater in Edinburgh, Indiana, and July fourth when everything opens up here in Indiana, we're going to be at the Sierraland Park for the Fourth of July celebration. That's going to be an awesome time. Can't wait. Playing Made in America that night is going to mean ten times more than it ever meant. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So we, we we can't wait for that to open up. Look look at our schedule on www.nightowlcb.com. We're going to be uh, not only in Indiana this year. We're going to be going down to South Carolina. We're going to be going down to uh, Alabama. Alabama. We're going to be going down to Florida. Florida. We're going to go to Tennessee. We're going to Kentucky. Even Lexington. Ooh, God's Good, country. God's country. So come see come see Night Out Country Sorry, Band when all choke me there. <laughs> come see Night Out Country Band when all this opens back up. We'd love to see everybody. Yes, and I think uh, uh, one thing that we don't mention too often, um, Night Out would just like to say thank you to all those uh, nurses, doctors, frontline workers. We thank you for all that you you've done and are still doing, and we appreciate that. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Who's Who Independent 
Music Top 10 Countdown. Remember, as always, if you want to support the show and Night Owl monetarily, head on over to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. Toss a few twigs to our nest to keep this bird in flight. If you have no bucks to toss our way, however, go find us at facebook.com slash who's who pod, facebook.com slash night owl country band, on Twitter at the real NOCB, Instagram at night owl country band, and online at www.nightowlcb.com, where you can purchase tickets to our shows, purchase merchandise, and check out our schedule as to where we will be playing next. Until next time, on behalf of Matt, Tim, Steve, and myself, we encourage you to step out of your nest and listen to some music this week that you normally wouldn't have listened to. Take care and stay safe, everyone. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Every week is getting just a little bit better. Made in America The red, white, and blue I stand for her honor The flag and our troops I'm proud of my country What she's done